Hey everybody, if you're listening to this right now, I'm really making a hardcore push on, uh, on Apple Podcasts. So A, and this is whether you wanna give me a one star or five star, I would really love for you to leave a review for this podcast. Uh, I will remind you at the end of this episode. Uh, that would mean a lot to me, especially if you've been listening consistently and can leave a real detailed version. And two, it's stunning how many of you are listening to this right now and are not subscribed on Apple. So if you have an iPhone, even if you're listening on Spotify, even if you're listening on other platforms, it would mean a lot to me if you subscribed to my podcast on Apple. It's the Gary V Audio Experience, Gary VEE Audio in the search bar. Would love for you to subscribe and leave a review. It would mean the world to me. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Hey, podcast. Today's episode is an interview that Gary did with WWE legend, The Undertaker. Enjoy. Out of your whole career, who really, really pleasantly surprised the heck out of you and just grew the most and you were just like, gosh darn it, if I had a bet, I would have lost this one. I didn't see this kid being here in six months and now he's this or she's this person. It's easy. Is it? Oh, I'm excited. Is it easy? It's really easy. everybody it's Gary Vaynerchuk I'm, I'm just completely humbled and honored to be here with the one and only taker uh, I'm I, I, honestly I just want to thank you first of all for being part of the all-in challenge and and obviously we're here to talk about the incredible documentary and and your career and things of that nature and just want to check in first see how you're doing I'm, I'm doing very well and and I want to thank you back for uh, you know including me on the all-in challenge that's uh, it's been awesome and you know, checking in all the time and watching that number grow. It's, uh, it's amazing. And uh, I just want to reciprocate that thank you back to you. You know, clearly you have gone into this rarefied air of, you know, in your profession, truly royalty, right? You know, you've crossed this chasm into such legendary status. How does it feel to just navigate in your shoes as a human being? Um, it's been a lot different. Everything has been Undertaker first, and Mark Calloway, is, he rides in the background. I, I have such deep appreciation for the way you, quote unquote, played that, because it, it brought such incredible value to Taker. Right. You know, is there a part of you that's ready to have the Mark part kind of live? I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah absolutely, because... It, I just made that a long time ago. I decided like if this thing is going to work and I felt very, I felt very blessed to, to get that character yeah, right, right to the get go. And then once I brought, you know, once I took it on and, and said, okay, this is mine, I'm going to make it mine. Then those are all those decisions that I made along the way. Like, okay, did, you can't be this and then be that. How did you, how did you actually handle that real life? Like you're, you're obviously, you know, obviously you were selective given the level of fame you had, but like you were out and about and like right. somebody would come up to you, like, where did you go with that? I actually don't know. I'm actually very curious. Early on, it was a lot easier before cell phones and, and everything else. It, it was much easier. Uh -huh. It was more off the record. It was, everything was yeah off the record. And then you saw me and you saw kind of, um, I guess a more modern undertaker than what you saw on TV. I was always right. Cause the character. Yes. I was always dressed in black. I never said much. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't make, I wasn't rude, but I didn't make myself approachable. 
I mean, I was there when you came out, like when you hit the scene, it worked pretty quickly, if not instant, right? Yeah, there were, there were a few twerks that I had to make. You changed um, your name. I remember it was Kane, the Undertaker. I remember that, right? I came back into play later on. Later on. I was so green. I, I, I made it to, you, when you're going through it, it seems like it takes forever. But I, I made it fairly fast. How many years? I, I was there probably within three and a half years of, uh, of, of, you know, training and breaking in. So I kind of started catching up on the product, right? Because I hadn't watched uh, in a few years. So I didn't. And so what I, year? Take the picture for me. What year is this? This is uh, probably 80, 86, 87. Okay, so the product, there's a, I mean, it's white hot. Oh, oh, exactly. Yeah, Vince is coming up. Uh, you white got hot. I mean, Hogan's, full, you know, you got 86, 87. It's white hot. Yeah, right. You got, you got, you got Turner going on. You got, yeah, you got wrestle. I mean, the Hogan Andre matches somewhere in that pocket. You know, like, yeah. I mean, you're talking, it's white hot. Yeah, it is, it, it is white hot. But I'm looking at the product when I started trying to assess things, and I'm like, well, there's not a lot of guys that are six foot eight. That can that can move real well, so I'm like, trying to figure it out, right? And you know, the more the more the summer went along, I'm thinking, well, maybe there may be something here. So we we end up meeting um, a guy by the name of Lynn Denton, who was the grappler. Okay. And he was going through he was going through the Dallas territory. He came into the gym and worked out, and he was like, hey, you know, there's uh, Buzz Sawyer is going to start up this wrestling school thought about it. I thought about it. And, and, uh, I thought, you know what, I'll give it a shot. You know, and I'll see if it. there's, I'll see if there's anything there. I love it. So, you know, I'm saying training. yes for all the kids listening right now, saying yes is always a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I had, you know, so, you know, you could have jumped out after six months if you didn't like it. Right. And it was, I mean, it didn't start out like it, it didn't start out. It wasn't well. pretty. It wasn't pretty. It, it was a, it was a scam out of the get go. Was it? Buzz was just taking money, and then you know we showed up <laughs> first day, first day of wrestling camp, right? We show up, and uh, I don't know. There's about ten guys standing out in his front lawn at his house at, at ten o'clock. We were all supposed to be there at ten in the morning. Knock on the door, nothing. Knock on the door, nothing. Finally, he opens the door, butt ass naked, right? It looked like he, he just woke him up, and he's like. Whoa. What, what do you guys? Are, what the hell are you? What are you doing here? What do you? What do you want? Like we're here to, you know, wrestle. we're here to learn how to wrestle. He said, like, "Oh, that was today." So finally, he's he's got up. He's had breakfast, and he comes out right, and then he goes, "Okay," you know, he puts us all on a line, gets all down. Everybody's you know down in an amateur position, and then he just stretches the hell out of us, right? Really? Can, yeah, I mean, just like you Beat know, Barbara, it just beats the crap out of him. So this goes on for a couple of weeks, right? And uh, we're asking, <laughs> well, like, and each, each time we show up, there's less people there, right? Of course. <laughs> like people are dropping out left and right. So and every time we show up, like, where's the ring? Where's the ring? Well, I'm waiting on a part, right? I'm waiting on this part <laughs> to come in. <laughs> so one of, the, one of the last times we show up, yeah, we show up, I knock on the door. There's like three, got three of us left, right? And uh, do you know, did any of those two make it or did you know them or do you know those yeah, two? No, I was the only one. I was the only one that made it out of the group. I love it. I love it. And uh, knock on the door, keep knocking, kind of look in the window. All the furniture's gone. Everything's all gone. gone. It's all gone. He's left. 
he's moved on to a different territory. Did you, uh, did you ever run into him and tell him that story in Razm? I, I did. Ran into him when I went to WCW. He came in. So I'm sitting across the locker room from him, right? Debating if you want to bring it up. Exactly. Yeah. I'm looking at him and, and like, I'm still at the point in the career, especially at that time period, you just don't, you know, you don't really yeah, talk don't go to there. veterans unless they talk to you, but I'm just staring a hole in him, right? And uh, one part I left out, like when he left, he must have left in the middle of the night and he couldn't take his, <laughs> he couldn't take his dog. He had a really beautiful Rottweiler. Oh, God. So I did take the Rottweiler. No, you did not. <laughs> yeah, I did. I took it. I was like, hey. Hey, he, I paid for it. He, he, I did. I paid yeah. for it. Yeah, I thought it, was a, it wasn't even a fair deal. Like, so, I had to so, you had, so you had the dog to bring up. So I had the dog to bring up. And, you know, I, it was a rib on me because I had to find the dog a good home, <laughs> which I didn't have. I didn't have enough money to pay, you know, for dog food. So Yeah, of course. Uh, so anyway, finally, I was like, I was looking at him and he's looking back at me like, you know, and Buzz, had a reputation. Buzz had a reputation. He was a pretty tough guy, right? And so I'm looking at him. I said, you don't remember me, do you? And he goes, why should I? I was like, yeah, I think you should. Wow. And uh, so I go into it. And so I run, I run the story down. Right. And he's like, okay, well, what do you want to do? Are you going to do something? I'm not scared of you. Like he's telling me this. Right. And I'm like, I'm just, no, I just, you know, I just want to let you know that your dog went to a good home. <laughs> you got my dog. I was like, no, I had your dog. And I said, and you told me, you taught me a very valuable lesson. That, that, you know, that I will follow in this business, you know, be, be careful because there are people like you. Wow. Good that, for you. That are, that are willing it, to take advantage of you. People. know what? This is a great segue. I already thought of it. I'm obsessed with leadership. I love being a CEO. I love having all the pressure. Navigating a thousand people during this pandemic in my companies has been an honor to be a wartime general. I love that moment. You, you know, because I'm friendly with a lot of the guys because of social media and because I follow wrestling, you know, you were such a big leader in the locker room, emerges such a big voice. What was one of your favorite stories as being a leader where you can be, a, you know, I know you don't want to gloat, so I'm forcing it out of you, but I want to know where you feel like, oh man, I might've made an impact on this young man because of this one sit down or this one thing I did. We were in Australia and we had a live gate over a million dollars for a, for a non-televised huge. event. It's huge. huge. And then a lot of the people, they just decided they were going to phone it in. Like, you know, yes, we're tired. Yeah, we're doing this. So they just kind of went through the motions. And, and are you I, watching? I, like, watched, I watched every match. Back in the day when I was there, I watched every match. Every mm -hmm. single match. And uh, one, for my own benefit. Yeah, of but course. Two, but, two, but, but two, to see who's, you know, who's coming along, who's paying attention. Who's trying to get better? Who guys, you might want to, did it get to a point where you had enough clout to who you might want to work with? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then there were guys too that I'm spending time with working and I'm trying to under, understand if they're trying to apply anything that I've been trying to teach them. But we have this, uh, we have this show and everybody just basically, these, the matches were just flat. They stunk. Nobody was putting in any effort. And it was the end of the night. And um, I remember Fit Finley was one of our, <laughs> our yeah, eight, yeah. He was one of our agents. He was running the show. And I asked him, I said, Fit, I said, I want, I want, I want to bring everybody into a room. I need to say something. Oh. He's like, take whatever, whatever you want, right? So I gathered everybody up in a room, you know, and everybody's, you know, 
Yeah, 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 what do you got? And I went, Damn. I lost my <laughs> You know, I said, we just went out there and stunk it up in front of a million dollar plus house. I said, what do you think these people are going to do the next time that we, we come here? They're not going to pay. They're not going to pay to see That's exactly right. right. You know? Taker, what about, let's give a big shout out to somebody here. I want to get some nuggets for my own selfishness. At a, when I say this question, what pops to mind? The kid that came in, and you literally watch them will and work their way into so much more upside than what you saw, like whether it surprised you, you know, this is an opportunity to give somebody a, a nice plug. Who, when I say to you, who walked out of your whole career when they, from the product they walked into to what you saw them at your, and this is one, it's just one man, just your opinion, who really, really pleasantly surprised the heck out of you and just grew the most, and you were just like, gosh darn it, if I had a bet, I would have lost this one. I didn't see this kid being here in six months, and now he's this, or she's this person. It's easy. And is it? Oh, I'm excited. Is it easy? It's really easy. Who Biggest star in the world. The Rock. Really? My gosh. He, got, <laughs> he came in to Madison Square Garden, and they had given him the name of Rocky. Rocky Maivia. I remember. Oh, oh my gosh. It was awful. It was totally, I mean, it, they handcuffed him right out of the get-go, right? And, uh, and I, I remember watching him and, you know, the garden, right? The garden, they just, if you ain't- The garden. They're, they're merciless if, if they don't like what you're doing. And man, they just lit him up. And I was like- Because, because they're also educated fans. They knew the oh, pedigree. Yeah. Oh yeah. Almost everybody knew the pedigree in the building. Oh, absolutely. But I was just like, I had no clue to how charismatic he was. Sure. I was like, such a shame. He's not going to be here long. <laughs> and it didn't take long to once he, once he got to the nation of domination. Yes. It had completely. You could start, yeah. You could start. He, it was almost like he was better in that group, which really let him open up. And then he built on top of that. By the time he was at the end of his run with them, I was like, he's not going to be here long. I, mm. I, I, you could just tell that he was he just was on to the next thing. Yeah, he was he was destined, and there, there's there's other guys. I mean, he was just the first one that popped in my mind. Like who who uh who do you feel gave you the best matches? Who was like a, who do you like think? It's not that they're the best wrestler technically. They were just great with you. Like you two had chemistry from your perspective. Who really brought the best out of you, or for your own personal, you were just like, man, I loved working with him, and the fans clearly loved working. Like where did it, who did it click? Peanut butter and jelly. Who's your jelly? Uh, Sean. It'd have to be Sean at the top of the list. Um, but I mean, there's several, like I loved, and it was funny cause I like to work with guys, the smaller guys, my better yeah. matches were with guys, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, Bret Hart. One, they really understood the product. They understood what they were going to have to do to work yeah. against somebody my size and with yeah. a that was so strong. And it was, I, I try and preach that to guys all the time because when you watch those guys work, you really didn't, the size discrepancy really didn't. It faded away quickly. It faded away quickly because you believed in them. You, you believed them. You, you, you just nailed it. But you always knew that the big guy, you in this scenario, in one moment's notice could just decide, you know, like that's what made it exciting. Could they pull it off before you were able to pull off a singular situation that ended it? Exactly. The, the, the whole story. It's like a puncher like in boxing. I like boxing a lot. You know, 
I watch a lot of it because I think it's a science and I understand it. And you're, you know, it's like, it's so exciting to see a great technician versus a big puncher because you have to watch the whole thing through because in the 11th round, the big guy could lose all the rounds and end it with one shot. One shot, exactly. And that was the whole, and that was the whole psychology is, is a lot of times was get me off my feet. Mm-hmm. Get me off my feet. I'm not a big guy anymore. Brett was so good at that. Kurt was so good at that. You know, once just, just then it becomes the drama of, oh, when he gets back to his feet, you're, you're going to get killed. <laughs> well, that's but, right. That was the best part. That, but the that's it, ever, right? Yeah. Like every, as hard as I tried, and every time that I would get up to my feet, wham, they cut me back down. And it was only, you know, you're just building up to that moment. It's a matter of time before he gets you. The fans, this is very different than when I was growing up. The fans being part of it mm-hmm. in the crowd, part, dynamic of wrestling now is just amazing. It's more like soccer. Oh, yeah. It's Absolutely. so cool. Like the inside jokes, the, it's just so fun. Yeah. That's why I think it's making it so difficult now for these guys having to work in front of nobody is just. Oh my God. I, I, you know, I do a lot of public speaking and the thought of giving a key, I once did it. I made a hologram speech because I did this thing where I was going to be in a lot of places at once in hologram form. And at the last minute that morning, I was going to get recorded in the studio. I said, I can't do it. And did a tweet with a secret location and had like a hundred fans show up in this LA studio, not knowing what it was. And they got to, I needed them there for me to give the keynote because I need the feedback loop. Yeah. You feed off of it. Yeah, absolutely. I did on the, in the buildup to mania, like I did one segment in the buildup in front, in the warehouse with nobody there. And you are drawing on everything that you got done. Like, and you're trying to, you know, you're looking out into an audience where there is no audience, but there's, you know, you know, okay, there's the girl from the camera, camera guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all you're seeing. You know, yeah. And you're trying to imagine and you're trying to generate the emotion that you need for that particular part of the segment. And it was, uh, it was really bizarre. These guys are really doing a good job. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I interact with so many people of clout and fame and things of that nature, but when people, saw your post on your Instagram of you accepting my challenge for the all in challenge. I mean, I got bombarded from left, right, and indifferent, you know, are you just humbled? Are you numb to it? So there's a lot of opportunities like that, that, that come along, not just charitable kind of, you know, uh, opportunities, but just a lot of things that I passed on because I didn't feel like it worked for undertaker. And then the charitable things we just did, without any fanfare or anything we you know we support who we support but uh to go out like that and 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 you know get a part you know be a part of of what y'all are doing and michael rubin everybody it was uh i think everybody was like whoa congratulations on 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 the doc congratulations on the career the the amount of happiness and escapism and entertainment that you've provided for hundreds of millions of people over your career is just something that is really nice to have in your heart for the rest of your life. And I, I want to thank you as one of them. And I'm, I'm just really, really honored for this time. Stay healthy. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate you, man. All right, episode's over. Like I said in the beginning, please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gary. Today's highlighted review is Positivity by KCL239. Gary V, 
you're an inspiration every time. Love your work and your energy, brother. Can't wait to meet you and talk someday soon. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.